Hi, everyone. Welcome to season two. This is Shauna. And this is Rosalina. And we're your hosts for Too Young for This Shit podcast. This podcast is not just about boobs, but a journey with cancer. We are young millennials open about giving you our raw and unfiltered look into our lives. We are in no way medical professionals, nor are we offering medical advice. Any medical references are cited directly from public websites or from our personal diagnosis. Some topics and stories may be triggering to those who are fighting, have fought, or have loved someone with cancer. Hey, this is Rosalina. And this is Shauna. Uh, We hope you are enjoying season two so far. After our debut on the Kelly Clarkson show, we wanted to record this episode to share what an amazing experience we had. Next week, we'll be back with our regular set of episodes um, that we pre-recorded three to six months ago for season two. Let's get into it. Perfect. (laughs) First of all, I mean, this has been like a whirlwind experience (laughs) over the past two weeks. Let's just take the listener to just a few days before the live taping. I was feeling very nervous. I was overwhelmed. I don't know how many times I called you, Shauna. <laughs> Feeling very oh, overwhelmed. Times, yes. I had like a trip planned to the, the Bahamas for a wedding before knowing about like the taping of the show. And I think I yes. called you about just as many times as you called me being like, my nerves are shot already. Like logistics <laughs> are crazy. Like packing for two trips now. Um, being in LA for like literally 18 hours. Like I was just like, it was just, my head was like spinning before, you know, like leaving for LA. First of all, I don't know how the hell you did that. You've been in LA for 18 hours and then you flew back to New York. That flight alone, going from New York to LA is like five hours. Six and a half. Mind you. And then you flew back. (laughs) Six and a half hours. Okay. From where you're at. Yeah. It was faster Mm -hmm. going back. So I took like a red eye back to Newark, two or three hour layover, and then flew to the Bahamas. So like, I was just like on jump. I was like plane jumping, basically. I was like excited for it. And it was like a little bit nerve wracking too, because I like was literally living my like secret double life when nobody really like a handful of people like knew about my podcast too. So I was like, kind of also having to like gear up of like, I have to like start telling people. And obviously then I'm going to this wedding and they're like, well, what were you doing in LA for literally 18 hours? So like, that was like kind of me starting to tell people. And then like, I went from like nobody knowing to now like, everybody knowing I was like a little nervous about how that was going to be like received by like my family and friends as well. So I had a little bit of anxiety, you know, going into that beforehand. Absolutely. Like you just bombarded them with this news and they're like wait what we have someone being on tv and we get to watch her that's crazy and it's like for what (laughs) yeah there's there's a lot of ground rules with that which we'll get into later but yeah so i think the two of us were both just like oh my god oh my god this is like really happening is this really happening you're crying i am like just trying to pack, figure out my life. And then I just like made it to LA. And I woke up like in the hotel room, super close to the studio. And I like weirdly wasn't nervous. I was like insanely calm because I think like my packing logistics and just like getting there was like what I was really focused on that by the time like I was there, I was able to like really just like be present. Day of, I woke up, I felt like really like confident. 
Yeah, you texted me. You you said, I woke up this morning feeling very calm. And then I told you, like I like responded back. I did too. <laughs> Even though I didn't get that much yeah. sleep, but I still woke up calm because it was like, I can't go back. I have to fucking face yeah. this shit. <laughs> to face going on TV. So right. And this is not something like I would ever do. This is also probably why I have a podcast because I'm like a behind the scenes type of person. You like, you know, you do like the reels for our Instagram. I'm just so like the complete opposite of that. So for me, this was like, so beyond far, like out of my comfort zone a little bit. When we like got the invite, I was like, this is like a type of awareness that like I can never, I would never be able to like turn down. Yes. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a no brainer and being like, we have to do this. Right. You mentioned doing the uncomfortable thing is sometimes a good thing. In this situation, it was a good thing. Like we had to face yeah. being uncomfortable right. because we're doing something that will have an impact on people. So that's why we decided to do it. <laughs> I gave myself a pep talk. I was like, it's good to do things that scare you sometimes. It's like good to get out of your comfort zone. Like this is going to bring so much good. Like I was just like, pounding it like almost like into my brain. And I think that that maybe was like good thing to do. I might have to start like living my life every day like that. I think maybe that's why I woke up as calm Mm -hmm. as I did. I was essentially just trying to rehearse something of what I wanted to say or how I wanted to say things. And each time I like rehearsed it, I started crying. (laughs) I'm like, okay, this is not (laughs) the best thing that I should be doing. So I don't know. I just didn't want to cry in front of everyone. That's not my thing. Right. When we taped it, I had no more tears left. So (laughs) I literally did not (laughs) cry one bit on the show. (laughs) I cried. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely cried. Going back to the pep talk, I was getting really nervous. And then I was confused as of like, okay, what type of impact will we have on people? Like, would this even get people to, I don't know, be educated or have some awareness that this could happen in young women. Like, I guess I was downplaying the impact that we will have on people. It was maybe two days before the live taping. I called like my brother and my sister-in-law and I was like, this is how I'm feeling. I just felt not confident enough like two days prior. And then just talking to my brother, my sister-in-law, I talked to my cousins. I talked to my spiritual coach, the person who did my hair too, (laughs) Deborah from (laughs) Hair with the Cause. And of course, Brian, like I needed people to like prep me and to remind me why I was doing this. Sometimes you also need that. You, You need people in your circle to tell you like, Rosalina, you're doing something amazing. You are going to have an impact on people. And it's already having like an impact on us. Like, you know, I I just needed confirmation, I guess. Yeah. I did a lot of like prep and not making myself really nervous. Like I didn't call my family. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I knew that like it would have gotten really hyped up beforehand. And I just like could not like deal with that. So I kept it like very private and told like literally a very few amount of people, probably on one hand, how many people it was like my brother, my sister, obviously Matt knew and like two friends. It was kind of really like Mm -hmm. it. And obviously you knew and like you and I were like talking so much. So I didn't feel like I needed to 
kind of go and do the whole thing. But Matt was really great about just being like, this is amazing. This is an amazing opportunity. You guys deserve this. You guys like deserve to like have your stories be put out there and like have it help other people. Like we, you and I both, like we didn't do this for any type of like, no, not at all. We went into this being like, if we can like even just stress like the importance of doing breast exams and like advocating for yourself and knowing your body and like taking care of yourself. That to me was like the goal. That's always been like the goal like since being diagnosed too, of just being like, if I can do anything at this point, it's like always to just show like, like awareness and like be an advocate. If we went into it being like, we're going to be famous from this, we would have gone into it like for, with all the wrong reasons. Absolutely. Yes. And also like, there's, n- I don't have that confidence. <laughs> I don't at all to even be like, I, I want to be somebody like, no, like this was like, so beyond something I would never do. That also set like a tone for like me, like leaving and going, getting there and being like, I think as calm too, as I was, but you're right. It's like super important to like have those people give you that, you know, just like the validation too. This is for good. You're doing good. Like just fucking do it. I think we all need like (laughs) a little push like that sometimes. Let's just get into the day of the taping. So we mentioned that we woke up feeling calm, which is very strange. (laughs) It's so funny. I went to get coffee at Starbucks and I immediately regretted it. Like I took a sip. I was like, this is not going to be it. So I actually drank like chamomile tea. (laughs) I had coffee and regretted it. My heart was like pounding. I got like an Americano too. Like I don't know what was wrong with it. I didn't even (laughs) think about it. Yeah. So just (laughs) a reminder to everyone, if you're having something huge, like you're speaking at an event or whatever it might be that you're getting nervous about, don't drink coffee the morning of. Yeah. Like hydrate. Don't do it. Water. (laughs) Tea. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Shada and I were able to see each other. I was in a separate room. She was in a separate room. You mean backstage? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, backstage we were in separate rooms. And I, at one point I thought I could hear you back there. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, they put us in rooms right next to us and they like don't want us to see each other? I thought it was you, but it wasn't. I was like trying to like listen to of like when people were like coming in, you could hear like the doors opening and stuff. And I was like, oh, like maybe they're taking her now. And like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like exciting. And then backstage too, like, they have like the TV so you can like see like everyone who went on before us, which was like Marlon Wayans and um, that young girl that I can't Priya? remember her name. Yeah, I think her name is Priya. So like I could, yeah. yeah. So like we were like kind of like watching, but then I was like in the back, like back there just being like trying to figure out what I was going to say and like hearing doors open and being like, okay, like maybe it's time. Maybe it's not. I don't know. You went out before I did. Yeah, I went out first, but <laughs> when I was standing backstage, that's when my nerves really got to me. There's this thing that happens where my mouth gets like super dry. So then I was like, oh my God, I need water before going out. And then I spotted like a few water bottles that looked like they weren't open. And then I told the producer, was like, can I have that water bottle over there? So then she asked and then they were able to give me one. And I was like, yes, like I need to just take care of this dryness in my mouth before I go out. (laughs) When I got out first and I sat next to Kelly Clarkson, obviously she probably could tell that was like nervous. And I wear these bracelets on my wrist and it's actually from Little Words Project and it has like the different words. So I had words that said like, you're worthy be the change, fearless. Kelly asked me about 
those bracelets. We were having like a chit chat, just like a minute before we went on. And I felt that because she initiated that conversation, I felt a little bit more at ease and she was like easy to talk to. So I think that set up for me to not be as nervous as I was from backstage to sitting next to Miss Kelly Carson. (laughs) Right when we got into it, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just say what I need to say. It was really much of like an awe moment of like, damn, I'm sitting right next to Kelly. I'm telling her about my story. I felt that it was just me and her. They had like an audience, but I really felt it was just me and her talking. So once we talk about you, Shauna, then that's when you came on. (laughs) You had a grand entrance. (laughs) Yeah, I did. So I was backstage and I could hear Kelly like asking you questions. For some reason, I couldn't hear your response. So I'm like, what is she saying? I don't even know like what I'm really walking into, (laughs) you know? But I was like back there and I'm like standing next to this like security guard and then like, and I was still like weirdly calm. And a few weeks ago, there was like a boy in my, in my hometown that passed away from cancer. He had uh, Ewing sarcoma, but like was diagnosed like 12, 13 and ultimately passed at 18. And like, for some reason he popped into my head while I was back there. And I was kind of like, this kid was so fucking brave and like, just like fought up until the end, you know? And I was just like, for some reason he popped into my head and I was just like, fuck up. Like you got this, like just fucking do it. Just don't fall on your face. Cause I was also in heels. So like, those were like my two thoughts, like don't fall, don't fall. And like, I was thinking of this boy, Dylan, then the security guard was like, yeah, you can go now. I go out and I didn't meet Kelly Mm -hmm. beforehand. Like you did. So like, I walk out and the first person I saw actually was Brian. (laughs) (laughs) When I came out, like from where he was sitting, I could see him. Matt like was making fun of me for my like weird little wave. Because I was like, I didn't know what to do. Do you wave when you walk out? No, it was cute. It was cute. And then, you know, I like got to hug Kelly. And then like you and I like saw each other for the first time. Well, like the second time ever in real life. So it was like cute. Like we had like a little moment. I think you like sent me like a message being like I love your little like pop that you did I didn't even realize I did it but the whole time I'm like just don't fall like in these heels yeah yeah yeah. you did like a little run and I was like don't hate me for saying this but I thought it was so funny when you did that little run it was it was was. yeah it was like a really nice moment I think and it was like genuine like I was like really pumped to like see you and have this like moment with you. So it was like, it was a real, like, it like, wasn't like forced or anything. It was just like, they wanted us to be able to like, I think have that like initial reaction. And like, that would, would have been the reaction I would have had, had it been backstage too, I think. So it was like, like cute that we got to do it, I think on. on yeah, camera. absolutely. Like once I, I got on first, I understood that, you know, they wanted to introduce you at that moment. I'm just not the type of person that likes to talk about herself for a very long time. So I was getting like really tired (laughs) for those like three questions that Kelly asked me. (laughs) It was really nice when you like walked in and then you sat on the couch with me. So then I, I felt like I wasn't alone and I felt like, you know, I had someone else (laughs) right beside me right and it wasn't like all eyes on you right yes yes because again like I do the IG reels and stuff like that but I just I don't like attention like that (laughs) either (laughs) on tv (laughs) so it was really nice to have you sitting right next to me it's like we were like a team together definitely 
Definitely. I feel the same way. And I think, yeah. And I think like with the lights and stuff too, like it was like kind of, I didn't focus on like anybody in the crowd. Yep. Like it, it really felt like it was like a conversation with like me, you and Kelly in like a weird yeah. way. The surprising factor for anyone that hasn't watched the segment yet, spoiler alert, we had a podcast listener there in the audience and Kelly introduced her and she came on the couch and sat right next to us. It was an amazing moment because one, she was able to tell her story and two, she was able to like let us know and everyone else that our podcast like made an impact in her journey and in like what she was going through. That was a very nice and genuine thing that the show could have done. And it also, I felt like validated, like, yes, we are doing something good. We are making yeah, impact. We, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like we didn't know she was going to be there. She had to hear the impact and like, she got emotional and then I got emotional. I think at one point Kelly was crying. I don't know if they like showed that part, but like, I think at one point, like at the first, like passing tissues, like I was like, didn't expect to like be as emotional as I was like, I thought like we would go out, tell our story, just tell people to like, you know, what my spiel was before. And, you know, like that would have been it. Like I just didn't expect it to all like, kind of like unfold as it did. So yeah, it was like a really, really nice moment of just like hearing somebody say like, your podcast has helped me so much in like a really hard time of my life. And thank you, you know, thank you for being advocates. And I was just at that point, I was just like, don't cry. You're an ugly crier. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. And like trying to hold it back, trying to like pull it together. But it was nice. Like it was like a really beautiful moment. I'm so glad like she came. Like we we have like spoken to her on Instagram. Yes. Like she's reached out to us. This is like somebody like we've interacted with like multiple times and just like she's incredible and her story is incredible. Mm -hmm. Andrea, I mean, I felt like her story, let alone, was something that everyone needed to hear. She was confused. Yeah. She was in denial. She was like, there's no way that I have cancer. Does it happen in my family? I thought it happened in older women. Once she like said that, she also validated how I felt in the beginning of my diagnosis. And so I'm not right. alone in this either. <laughs> So it was nice to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And she also like said, like, I went to four doctors before I like basically let this like set in going to seek those other opinions. That's what we did too. Yeah. You know, it did. It was like a little validating of being like, okay, like we heard what one doctor said. Now we want to hear what another doctor said. Like we want to like, you know, I thought that that was a kind of important. You don't have to just stick with one doctor too. do your due diligence on like trying to find the best care for you and like, or the right doctor or whatever that is. Like, I thought that that was an important part of like what she absolutely had, you know, had to say. When it aired, there was like this one part, I think it was when she said that our podcast has made an impact. I told Brian, I said, I would have cried there. I would have cried like right then and there. I literally had no more tears left. I like, yeah. they gave me the tissue and I was like, I don't think I need this tissue, but I'm just going to grab it anyways. <laughs> but at the end of it, there was an amazing thing that happened. They teamed up with Sugar Bear Hair Vitamin Gummies and they donated to one of the nonprofit organizations that we support and love. And they gave $25,000 
to the Breasties. They're a nonprofit organization that creates a community for survivors, pre-vivers, drivers, and caregivers. They provide a free in-person community events and resources and funds research for metastatic breast cancer. Really, I mean, you could see our faces <laughs> on yeah. the show. We were like, wow, this is incredible. One thing to note though, a few weeks prior, I was not in the greatest mindset. I found out that I had to have surgery again. It was a shock for me. And for the month of October, I wanted to do something, raise funds or whatever it might be. And, you know, I told Shauna, like, I'm not in the greatest mindset. I, I don't think I can do this this year, but I'm literally shocked, so blessed and so grateful that we were able to be on this show. And then we told them about the breasties and they donated not just a thousand dollars. It donated $25,000. That just made my day. I wasn't as sad as I was before, like not doing anything for the month of October. Yeah, I think this definitely filled both of our cups a little bit. You know, you have to have another surgery. I am going to have to have another surgery at some point too. Like, I think we both have like kind of gotten delivered some bad news in the last, like, you know, I think for you more recently than I have, but, and then putting out season two, like we've had a lot going on. And then, you know, we were like a little quiet about for October for breast cancer awareness month. I felt like our, like we were putting out our posts, but like, and like trying to support other people like that are raising funds and stuff. But like we were quiet and then, this, I think, was just like like the amount of awareness this one thing that we did provided, right? And like what good it came out of it, I think, was just like, I think we made up for not doing that on our social for sure. And I'm going to say this. You are not obligated to do anything for the month of October. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Because right. creating a community, creating this podcast is such like a passion I wanted to do something for the month mm -hmm. of October. So I just want to make that clear. It's like, right. we're not obligated to do anything. It's just like, we want to. Right. And like the month of October, it's like, everyone's talking about this, right? Because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Like, this is when people are kind of listening, I think, a little bit more just because everyone's talking about it too, right? Like, I've been finding myself super triggered yes. about, mm -hmm. you know seeing everything pink and I'm super triggered, like watching the new different news segments and like reading other people's stories. And like, I find myself, I've cried a lot. I've gotten very emotional all month, like just based off of like seeing other people have raised like for different organizations. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, like a trigger thing just because like I, I, we've, we've had breast cancer. I don't know what it is, but I've been like emotional all month. I can't like rewatch yeah. like our show without crying. I also want to give a shout out to people in the community who had raised money, who's been speaking out and doing whatever is possible to raise awareness, to raise education, to raise prevention, to raise money for stage four breast cancer. We see you and we commend you. All of your hard work isn't going unnoticed. So I just wanted to say that. This episode aired two days ago, and I had my cousins, I had friends who've messaged me, and they're literally like shocked <laughs> that I was on TV. And they even mentioned, like, oh my God, you're so famous. And I'm like, but I'm not. 
I'm not famous and I don't want to be famous. Mm -hmm. So let's like not say that. Let's say you've done like such a great job sharing your message and all those things, which they have, but um, they also included like, oh my God, my cousin's famous. And it's like, no, that's not the whole point. (laughs) Yeah. I like, wasn't going to tell anybody. Like I was literally just going to be like, I just, I still like, wasn't ready to tell people I've explained it. I think in like one of our other episodes, this has kind of been like really healing for me and like feeling like I don't have to censor myself and being able to be like really authentic and like my family and stuff. Like my siblings listen to it, but like my dad, my stepmom, like I had like a whole bunch of reasons and I like, was just like, I'm not going to say anything. And I was like, I'm so proud of this. I have to stop being like this. I have to stop living this secret double life. So I just like posted it. I posted it that we were going to be on the show on my personal page, which then like went to- I was shocked actually. Yeah, I know. I told my dad and my stepmom the day of, like the morning of it happening. And I had to like lay some ground rules because there's some things like I still like, I don't want them to listen to it. Like that was like a really important thing for me. I don't want you to listen to it. I want you to watch the segment. I want you to hear about the impact we're making, but like, I don't want you to listen to it. And they've been respectful of that. It's like weird to see like people I went to high school with, like, you know, kind of listening now and, and following, but it felt good. I think I'm like a little bit mourning my, my double life a little bit this weekend, but it was like for good. And I think it, it was like nice for people to see it. I mean, people were going to see it at daytime television, but I really was just like hoping to God that like nobody in my family, like none of my aunts or cousins like watched it and like it didn't get back. And then I was yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. The world knows now. You know, like, that's fine. It is what it is. And, you know, I'm proud of this and I don't need to, like, hide it anymore. I'm so glad. (laughs) I'm so glad. Being on the other side and just seeing Shauna living this double life was, like, concerning (laughs) in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Because I kept telling you, it was like, okay, when are you going to tell people? (laughs) Are you eventually going to tell people? But I'm really, like you said, you're proud of this. I'm proud of you. This was such an eye-opening experience and we are so blessed to go live on the Kelly Clarkson show to spread our message and be advocates for young women battling breast cancer. Honestly, it was great to like hear from one of our listeners the impact we're making. It's been great to hear the response we've gotten so far, just even from family and friends. So just like how incredible the opportunity was, how great we were together on screen. And it was like a really humbling experience for sure. Thank you all for listening and supporting our podcast. Sharing our stories with you has been incredibly healing for both of us, and we hope it helps other women in their journeys through breast cancer. Ladies, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and fellow breasties. Help us reach more women by subscribing and rating us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram at TYFTS Podcast and email us at TYFTS Podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, so shoot us a message. We will link any resources from the episode in our show notes.